Hey everybody, welcome back to Chasing the Godshot. On this podcast, we talk to people in the coffee world about their experience with the Godshot. Today we have Maria. Maria, uh, welcome. Appreciate you being here. Thank you so much, Joa. Thank you so much for the invitation. Cool, cool. Uh, Yeah, really happy to have you. Um, So the first question is, what do you do in the coffee industry? So I have done many different things uh, throughout the supply chain. So first of all, I grew up in a coffee farm, uh, making me a filtration column coffee farmer. So I feel like growing up, I was literally at the farm doing all the that farm work along with my dad, my grandparents. Um, now then, you know, fast forward, uh, I moved to the U.S. and I co-founder with John Travelsi, uh Progeny Coffee, which is a company with a mission to leave farmers out of poverty and mitigate the effects of climate change in the coffee industry. That's big time. How, how many uh, farms did you say that you are currently working with? Right now, no. we just started working with a group of 500 farmers. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes, yes, so we're really excited because we're implementing, deploying our free location technical support, um, all of our regenerative agriculture methods and all of that fun stuff. That's awesome. That's a lot of people. That's a big impact. Yes. Wow. That's yes. crazy. What What is your personal definition of, of a gotcha? Um, so I think my personal definition of a gotcha is that that coffee cup that it just blows your mind, mm-hmm. that it's very unique and it transforms your perception uh, of coffee. Mm-hmm. And that forever on, you're always trying to chase that profile or that cup of coffee. Yeah, that's it happens. It's a, it's a white rabbit, yes. they call it. Just you're always looking for that. Um, do you do you remember yes. your first gotcha uh, experience? You know, so I was, as I was thinking about this, um, I think I have I had several, and I'll say several because awesome. I remember the first time. So when you grow up in a coffee farm, there's a lot of coffee, <laughs> and I remember as um, we arrive and the, someone will always come come out with a cup of coffee and I remember my dad drinking so much uh, coffee so I feel like I tasted coffee earlier than any other child here in in the US. How old Um, do you think you were? Yeah, I think maybe like eight or nine, so really, really young, (laughs) I was really young. Um, Because there was always a cup of coffee and that is a cup of coffee, so it's a specific cup of coffee that we brew at a farm that it's made on a stove um, stone oven um, mm. and it's kind of smoke and the water it's um, is water with uh, raw, really raw sugar and then they filter it in this cloth in this stone oven and so it has this kind of raw sugar which we call panela flavor with this smoky um it was very sweet though i do remember that but i remember that taste for like home yeah, and that's very every specific. time yeah. i drink this coffee it's like i it takes me back to that early child memory of yeah. being at home at the farm with my family um so i would say that would be like my earliest one oh. now here with progeny coffee um um, now that we're, you know, experimenting with uh, fermentations and like going all out there, I think there was one that was uh, a geisha from one of my dad's um, friends. 
um, and he went all out on like really growing. It was like one of the first geishas in Colombia, and it tasted like oh, it tasted like orange jasmine tea with a hint of lemon. And it was the first time that I understood like coffee could taste something different. So I am a mom of two, so you might hear a little bit my baby. Yeah. But yeah, so it was this first moment where I was like, wow, coffee tastes could taste like so much more and it has so many layers and it took me this journey to understand and discover what else could happen with coffee and how else coffee could taste like then not so long ago i just tried another one which i mentioned to you that i was literally hugging the cup because um, <laughs> it tasted like a rose bouquet like it was like i would put it in my mouth and it was like if i was just holding a pink rose bouquet trippy. and it was just like the crazy sensation but it was a positive just, like really beautiful it was, experience oh it was so beautiful that I was just like hugging my cup of coffee yeah. of how beautiful like if someone will give you a, a bouquet and you're just yeah. like hugging it of like the experience that's pretty cool they're, they're pretty it's pretty different experiences your very first one like being because that's something that yeah, it's very personal, you know, like it yes. takes you back to childhood. And the other one is like, OK, exactly. this expands your your perception of what coffee could taste like. And that's 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 pretty cool. So have how have those experiences changed your uh, your path at all in, in the coffee world? Has that has that made any impact? Like any decisions you yes. made, like what you're doing or definitely because um, I feel like at the beginning, um, as a coffee farmer, at the at that time we had just the perfection the perception that coffee just tasted as like that chocolatey nutty and so there was there was more like that comforting of like oh this is this tastes like home mm. right um and so there was not of that chase and discovery kind of like what like wine passionates do right that they're like trying to find different wines that they reserve yeah. and all of that but then the moment I tried for the first time this geisha and it opened that world of like, oh my gosh, coffee culture is different. And especially Colombian coffee, um, my community culture is different. And, and so it was really beautiful because it opened up uh, my search as well in Colombia, like my roots, like the winds, the mm. different uh, mountains. What did the different mountains were offering based on their terroir, their mm. winds, uh, the neighbors? What was our, like the plantations that were around? If it what different crops? Um, and so it took me in a more deep journey to understand the different uh, regions of Colombia. I wanted to discovery, discover the farmer and their intention. Um, so it completely shift from like, oh, we're all coffee growers to like, what are you doing? What is your fermentation? Oh my gosh, I want to try, I want to taste. What, how else can we push the boundaries of coffee? And I feel like um, with Progeny Coffee, he really defined that as well from because my co-founder has his own story of a god he really had like a god shot yeah, i want to bring john moment. on one day i think it'd be awesome yeah yeah oh my gosh he will, he will tell his whole story because it it changed his whole life and career and everything after that just um but it it really shows that if we we're gonna open our coffee company it needed to be based out of experience and yeah i remember our first collection um, our intention was that everybody that was going to try our lineup 
was going to have that God shot. And since then, that has been one of uh, of our goals that all of our clients, everybody that in our collection, they'll be able to find that or at least be that moment that they're like, like oh, for the first time, I'm able to taste the notes in a coffee. Whereas yeah. before I didn't. Not just read it and kind of like, oh, I guess, but actually be able to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we literally have a team in Colombia 24-7 and they um, we do a lot of innovation on fermentations, on enzymes, yogurts, um, different out, like weeks of fermentation with the coffee um, and it's all in that, in that search of like how else we could push the boundary of how coffee could taste like. That's, that's very cool because like in learning all these things, like you're able to impact the farmers that you're working with to kind of help them get their copy to the point where it's at that that level but it's only in searching and figuring things out that you can get that information so that's really cool wow yeah huge yes. impact it's pretty amazing when you go to the farmers like 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 myself like i grew up and it's like we're just growing coffee and this is how coffee tastes like and we didn't talk much about it which is something we were trading and so now going back and and, and the moment you see a farmer tasting their coffee for the first time and understanding, it, it's pretty amazing because they not, don't know the common. value that they hold. Yeah. Yeah, it's not common for mm-hmm. farmers to taste their own coffee, which is kind of crazy. Like, exactly. when you think about it, like, yeah, wow. Yeah. So, so the the question that I have next would be with that experience and kind of like you've been able to travel and kind of where you've been. Are there any particular like uh, coffee shops or roasters that you think people may be able to find their next? Uh, Godshot experience have a better chance of finding it? Yeah, so um, here I will say that we, we, we took a trip with my co-founder and we were in LA and we were driving and we were going through coffee shop and coffee shop and then there was one that was open in a corner it was tiny um, but oh my gosh we ordered every single coffee that they had really? in the menu and we literally walked out with like five different cups huh? we look crazy but like every single cup was amazing the name was aquarella and it was okay. all brazilian it's a brazilian family and it's all about brazilian so it had a similar approach to what we do progeny with colombia but their coffee were also re- like we were just amazed by the quality and it was that it was all about experience yeah so i would say that would be That's one fun, yeah. that is very independent on and you would definitely walk out transformed because even as that we taste like so many coffees and we know, we're like oh my gosh tell us what i also you do with anaerobic ferment and like that's, very, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's that's what I do when I find a good shop. I'll taste like what do you have, and then yes. just because you don't know if you're gonna find that experience again anytime soon. So. Exactly. I know. We were like this one. Wow. Okay. This one. And so <laughs> yeah, we're pretty fans of, of them. <laughs> Where can people find you, Progeny? Get more information about you and your company. Yes, I think um, the. Easiest way to find us is in progenycoffee.com and there where you could find our coffee. And with us, you actually don't get to choose a blend, but actually adopt the farmer and partner with the farmer. So as you're drinking an incredible coffee, you're lifting a farmer out of poverty. So what better way to try your coffee? Cool. <laughs> awesome. So I'll make sure the uh, the information's in the show notes, both for the uh, place that you recommended and also uh, the information for Progeny. Um, yeah, I mean, that's all I have, but uh, thank you for taking the time again to kind of chat and share your experience with the Gotcha. I really appreciate it. 
Yeah, no, thank you for inviting us. Such okay. a pleasure to be okay. here. Yeah, thank you everybody for listening and uh, we'll chat with you next time.